Hello and welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Making sense of the health and fitness world, one conversation at a time. My name is Josh Holland. And I'm Grace Nuttall. What's up? Hey, 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 what up? <laughs> <laughs> so we are back again. This is getting fun. It's already getting fun? Well, I mean, the it's fact been, that... It's been fun for a while. Well, no, it's been fun for a while, but like it's, it's really fun because now this is the second time that we're recording together in person. Yeah, like for a long while, yeah. which is fantastic. We're currently uh, in my apartment. Uh, there's an incredible thunder and lightning storm going on, so... If you hear any like loud noises, it's not Josh murdering me. <laughs> well, let's let's get a little sciencey because what's happening outside right now is lightning and thunderstorm, and what's happening is there's being like if you were to step outside right now and smell the air like after it stops raining, you know that like fresh air smell that you smell, that's basically the Earth creating ozone. And so it's like ozone is O3. We know O2 as, you know, oxygen and right. And then you put H2O with these things, you create water. Well, with ozone, it's the layer that protects our earth, our atmosphere from the sun, the harmful rays of the sun, right? And without the ozone layer, we would all be crushed. <laughs> we would be dead. Um, so what's happening though is like the the ozone is kind of coming through because it's being created by the lightning and and and, and thunder and this is what i've been using i've been creating i have an ozone generator at home and i've been taking it on the road with me and i create ozone through my drinking water and some of the oils that i put on my body so for any of you guys out there that are interested in what the heck is ozone and ozone oil and ozone water just Google it. There's a load of information on the on the <laughs> internet about it, um, but it it is very very helpful. In fact, um, it's one of the the most potent uh, cleansers or or detoxifiers out there in in the planet. Uh, in fact, when there's like chemical spills and things like that, they use ozone to clean it. They use okay. ozone to, to kind of clear that up. Obviously, the ozone is sort of cleansing the earth when we allow it to. The negative ozone, though, that people kind of commonly think about with cars and, and you know, and these um, coal mining um, companies and things like that, that's sort of ozone mixed with harmful uh, uh, free radicals. So that's not good ozone. Yeah. I'm talking about clean ozone that's in the atmosphere or ones that we can make from different machines, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway. This is a long kind of tangent into the water thing. We're going to talk about water. <laughs> yeah, it, that was an interesting segue into today's topic, uh, which is actually all about water and water yes. intake. But it is an interesting one because, again, you it's a kind of water that you, yes. you've been drinking. Yeah. And one of the things we'll be getting into in today's topic is the different kind of waters that you can have at the moment. But, yeah, talking all about hydration today. That's right. Yes, and so hydration is... is sort of within pillar number two, which we've, we've talked about at length before, which is quality consumption. And so when it comes to consuming liquids, one of the main things that we need to, to focus on is water and, and good, clean water. And the reason is because most of our body is made up of water. So if we want to be healthier, we need to give our body the right amount of water 
And what I mean by right amount is you don't want to drink too much because if you drink too much water, then you're going to sort of deplete or, or um, what is it, dilute the nutrients within our body, so to speak. But if you don't get enough, then you become dehydrated and all of our organs and our body doesn't optimize the way it's supposed to. Um, and, you know, here's another example, too. When we, when we become dehydrated, a lot of times, by the time you feel like you're really thirsty, you're, you, you are already well dehydrated. Yeah. Um, and some of the other symptoms that you can kind of see is like chapped lips. Like if you have chapped lips, that's kind of a sign. I, I always look at that as a sign. Mm. Um, if you I, like a dry mouth. Dry mouth, definitely. That can also come about from uh, being in, in ketosis, though. But if you're going to be in ketosis, I would definitely make sure and drink lots of water anyway. Um, and then you want to make sure you're drinking the right kinds of water because there's a lot of water with sugar out there and there's a lot of crap water. Yeah, like so, vitamin water is not, it's not it's, a healthy drink. Yeah, they shouldn't even call it vitamin water. They should just <laughs> call it vitamin crap, right? Like vitamin sugar water. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think vitamin crap is going to be a very good marketing <laughs> tool. Exactly, but I think that's what they should put on there. <laughs> anyway, vitamin crap water. Well, yeah, I think it's... Oh, I mean, it goes without saying that being hydrated is incredibly important. But what are, like, why, is, why is hydration important? Just to like, cover the most obvious. So there's, you know, kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the whole nature, right? And, and how ozone is being created and it's kind of cleansing the earth and things like that. There's also this thing called EZ water, mm -hmm. which stands for exclusion zone water. Once again, I hate to do this to my listeners, but I'm going to send you to Google, good old Google again, because um, there's so much within what exclusion zone, zone water is all about, EZ water. Um, but it's what's in all of our healthy cells. So if we want our health, our health, if we want our cells to be healthier, and we want to become healthier as a whole, we should get more easy water. Mm -hmm. And easy water is also kind of known as like the fourth phase of water. So we know that there's water can be liquid, it can be a gas, it can be a solid. But the fourth phase of water is kind of it hovers in between the sort of the the gas and the solid. Okay. Right? So really good cold ice water is the closest to easy water. And this is what our cells need. And so some people will talk about, oh, when you wake up, you should have like warm water, this and that, with lemon and this and whatever to, to detox. Yes, that works. But if we want to get more easy water in our body, then you can either go and buy it and you can Google it and find it or you can make it. Or you can just do the next best thing, which is have like cold water, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and then also, waters that the water that actually comes from springs, where the sun is sort of detoxifying it with its natural ozone power, but also the vitamin D and all the other properties from the sun that that sort of shine onto spring water. This has naturally occurring easy water. This is perfect for our cells. Our body recognizes it as something we need, something we want. We can utilize that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so it's like a kind of super water. Yeah. That's cool. And how much water should we be drinking? Because I know that there's a lot of division on this subject in like the medical and health kind of world. I'm going to make this easy for everyone. I'm going to answer this question for everyone. How much water do you need? Enough. Oh, uh, no, that's a cold hard fact. I was thinking like cold hard facts. Uh, that is a cold hard fact, no? <laughs> well, then, okay, well, uh, then how 
how do you determine what is enough? Because Good for a lot question. of people, one glass of water, two glasses of water, and it's going to be enough for them. But really, that isn't actually. You know, they think it's enough, but it's not. Right. So, um, you know, I, you can use your urine as a sort of a, a tell-all if you want. Some people think like, oh, I need to drink enough water until my urine goes clear. I, I, I think that we do need to get rid of things out of our body, but not to the point where we're diluting the nutrients that are kind of within our body. So, you know, I think if, you, if your urine is very dark orange or dark yellow you're dehydrated and you have been for a long time Mm -hmm. if you find yourself cramping and your muscles are a little sticky or not performing the way they should be you're probably dehydrated so i always kind of say just just keep water with you and just drink it if you have it with you you run the risk you know run less risk of becoming dehydrated because chances are you might drink it Mm. um also don't mistake in having having soda or juice as having water. Like you specifically need to have water. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, my granny doesn't drink soda, but she doesn't drink water. She just drinks tea. Mm. Um, and you know, you know, she's in her seventies. She can do what she wants. But like, <laughs> it's just really funny when you're like, "Do you want a glass of water, granny?" She's like, "No, I'm just gonna have my cup of tea." And like, uh, I don't know if that's as efficient as you seem to think it is. Right. Well, I know many people out there that have have literally said to me, I hate drinking water. And I'm thinking, wow, because think of what our bodies are made out of. A lot of water and fats and bones and and muscle, right? But like mostly water. But like 80% water or something. Something crazy like that. A very high percentage of water. Now when we you know there's things like sweating and you know we were discussing before we started the show today you know when we're in a humid environment the body has a harder time cooling itself off because you know the body creates sweat to try to cool us off but it's harder for the sweat to evaporate when it's humid outside so the body kind of gets tricked and so it doesn't realize you can overheat very quickly in a humid environment like here in new york city in the middle of the summertime, it's hot and humid. And it's the same in New Orleans. It's the same in Oklahoma, where I'm from. So in these areas, don't forget to bring your water with you, right? And, and make it make, maybe make it a little extra cold so you can have more easy water, right? But like, definitely carry water with you. And if you really want to have a, a, a juice or soda or tea, that's fine. Even coffee, that's fine. It has water in it. But we still need to have water. Like mm-hmm. that, that's it. So I would just suggest for everyone, you know, I, I think I even mentioned this before. There's some nutritionists that I work with out there that when they talk to their clients, when they do their kind of uh, new client intake forms, one of the first things they will do is say to them, sleep more and drink more water and come back to me in a week. Yeah. And sometimes people lose the weight they want to lose in that one week simply because they slept, slept more and they drink more water. So... I would just suggest this to people out there. Just try to drink more water. Because trying to drink enough or trying to drink the exact amount you should, who knows? It's, it's difficult. I mean, a lot of people say, like, some people say that the recommended amount is, like, 60 ounces or, like, one and a half to 1.7 liters. Which I don't is even know lot. what that is. So, it's like... <laughs> no, if, no, I know. If you've got, like, a... Yeah, but, like, for visual reference, if you've got, like, a blender bottle, it's three of those. 
three blender bottles. Three right. blender bottles, like three like sports bottles, which is a lot. But I guess what you know, as you said, like if you get in the habit of carrying a bottle of water around with you, and you're just constantly like drinking out of it, then you finish those three very quickly. Yeah. You do need to like go to the bathroom constantly, but of course, yeah. and and but it's like you're replenishing your cells, you're you're allowing your muscles to to operate better, Greg. Because if you need to move, right? Because if if you're moving more, which we should be doing, there's going to be a need to hydrate more, mm-hmm. which is going to allow you to cool yourself more, to sweat, which is going to allow you to detox better, and then it's going to allow you to sleep better, and then we go back through all the pillars again. Yeah, <laughs> and also I think it goes back to your like checklist of figuring out if you're actually hungry, because if you think you're starving, even though you've eaten, most of the time you just need to have a glass of water because you're actually thirsty and not right. hungry. And the body knows to trick you into thinking you're hungry because it can extract liquids from your foods, most likely. So, so sneaky. Ah, <laughs> this body is so tricky and sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> but if we listen to it and if we, if we, if we do it well, right, then yeah. it, it, will, it will give us some um, great results and make us happy. Yeah. Well, I, th- um, I think one of my next points is kind of like, you've mentioned easy water, but there are all sorts of water types that are kind of flooding the market law uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, at the moment um, and you hear about things like alkaline water or you hear things about like charcoal water um, do you mind sharing your thoughts about those are they fads or are they worth actually using um, yeah I mean there's so much within this because listen I think when it comes to trying to debunk things or like validate certain things if we want to find the results of a certain hypothesis or a certain study, we can find it. But what I will say is that our bodies know how to create homeostasis and keep us there. So to try to mess around with the alkalinity or the acidity, we're really kind of playing with fire here because if you adjust or if your body happens to adjust your levels of acidity or alkalinity, up you know 0.2 or 0.3 points in one direction that can be the difference between being sick and not being sick mm-hmm. and that level of sickness can be really extreme as well so we can sit here and try to drink as much high pH water as we want alkaline water as much as we want when all we have to do is just drink more water right just yeah. just drink water until you're good enough because I can guarantee you this our ancestors, once again, going back to the ancestors, right? Our beloved ancestors, none of them thought, oh my gosh, this is not high enough pH. I can't drink that. Yeah. Was this filtered through this is not- seven le- le- layers of bedrock? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're walking through, it doesn't even have to be a desert, but you're walking through a jungle and you haven't drank water in a day, I guarantee you, whatever water is over there, even if it's like mud water, you're going to drink it. You're going to drink it. It's the difference of survival, right? So, um, yeah, man, me and my survival things. I need to get out of that, right? <laughs> no, I mean, it's entertaining. I think, you know, our only equivalent is, thankfully, a lot of us are very lucky that our only equivalent is choosing between Evian and Smart Water and stuff. And I think that's one of my kind of, that's where I'm kind of coming from with this question because it's really difficult to figure out what is just a marketing ploy Good. and what is something that's just trying to make a brand stand out from the crowd like and what's actually healthy and beneficial for you right good point so okay now we're getting somewhere because I happen to have done 
extensive amount of research on different water out there, right? Different bottled waters, whether it's in plastic, whether it's in in uh, glass. Notice I'm holding a glass bottle yeah. right now. And um, just all sorts of waters that are out on the market. And many of them claim to be from natural springs, straight from the source, and blah, blah, blah. I could care less where it comes from. I, I have an ORP meter, and I will measure the amount of uh, parts per million of either oxygen or hydrogen within the water. And I've found so far, and this may change people, but so far the best water on the market of the bottled waters that I've come across is Crystal Geyser water. There's another brand out there called Starkey, S-T-A-R-K-E-Y, mm -hmm. that is a, a geothermal water that comes from two miles uh, beneath the earth. So okay. like two miles within the earth, I guess I should say. Um, geothermal water hasn't been really tampered with. Uh, there's a lot of water companies out there that are marketing their water as amazing water. Yeah, it's like Fiji water, <sighs> like artisanal water. Like, well, how can water be artisanal? Right. No, this is, this is simply tap water that's being filtered through a reverse osmosis, and then they're adding in, you know, different things to make it, you know, more alkaline or more acidic or whatever. But, yeah, sometimes we can go to the extent of, of getting rid of all of the nutrients in, in water because there's certain minerals that we need from water like sodium and calcium and, you know, magnesium and all. There's different things that are within water naturally if mm -hmm. we just leave it alone, yeah. right? If we get good water. Now, I'm not saying that we should go to a spring and do that, um, but, the, I mean, about as close to it if we could. Yeah. And, and like you said, how do we know if a company is lying to us or not? I test it. You know, you can do exactly what I do or take my advice if you want, you know, and it's I like to just test the water just to make sure what I'm drinking. I'm getting what I want. Huh. And so I also have a hydrogen water maker at home. I have ozone generator at home. I just kind of imagine your apartment to be like a lab. Like it is just, like it sounds like you have so much like fitness equipment and like all these testing yep. devices. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's it's also why I've. You know, I, I laugh because when I'm on the on the tour with the Roger Waters band, you know, a few of them have come into my hotel room, you know, because maybe I'm helping them with something or whatever, and they see my podcast setup, they see my generators over here, they see my EMS machine over there, they see my like everything's kind of sprung out. And I'm like, yeah. hey, listen, guys, when you, when you walk <laughs> in, just beware of my uh, mad scientist lab. Yeah, and they're like, whoa. But all of them like to stay and they like to play because, you yeah. know, it's it's all cool stuff. I think it's fun. Interesting. It is. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And I think also one of the points that you made, going back on topic, um, interesting, which is a, a big debate at the moment, is what you put your water in when you're carrying water around. Like, there's a lot of talk about plastics leaching into your water and should you be, like, using a very specific kind of water, uh, plastic, like, BPA-free plastic and... Or should you just be using glass? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a great one. Grace has nailed it again. So <laughs> once you find and locate your your water, like quote unquote your water, the water that is going to work well for you, then I agree. I think it's important to know what it's going to go in or how it's shipped. So you know, BPA-free is kind of the thing and everybody's putting it on their labels. So that's one step. That's like going from like 
McDonald's crap food or like any other crap food out yeah. there to cooking at home, kind of, right? Well, I mean, like, why is it important to have, I think, for a start, why is it important to have BPA-free well, plastic? Because Is it because I've heard that you shouldn't even reuse normal water bottles once? Right, that's true. Yeah, it's like, so BPA is, is a part of plastic that um, really messes up with our hormones. It, it's kind of, it creates a... Uh, estrogen like effect in our body and you know we, men don't need it for sure or we need some but we don't need more and women don't need to throw off their estrogen balances anyway and it's very inflammatory blah 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 but I'm, yes it's like it's in most plastics that are out there mm -hmm. even the BPA free there's a lot of research coming out to say that even that is not sufficient that's why you're hearing yeah. more about people going to glass or stainless steel or whatever. Yeah, so it still leaches in because of sunlight. Right, <laughs> right. So notice the bottle that I have is a very dark colored blue bottle. Yeah, it's a lovely bottle. Of water. Thank you. It's from Italy, um, from Natural Springs, and it's true. I've I've, I've uh, tested this water; it's really good, um, and it's. It's keeping the the sun from penetrating inside to you know cause it to do any sort of leaching or whatever. But in some glass bottles, you can even get uh, the leaching of, of of lead in some glass bottles. Okay? okay, so that can be tricky. Just get yourself a very basic glass bottle, and you'll be fine. Um, there's even I even use a stainless steel for like my to do my French press. Because I used to use glass, but that's harder to travel with. Stainless steel is not going to break. So that's good. I also carry, usually, I don't have it with me today, but usually I have a stainless steel mug. And, you know, it's a big, I think it's like 32 ounces. Um, yeah, it's, it's big. And I go through probably three of those a day. So that's... That's good, and I'm and I'm getting good, high quality hydrogen water and ozone water. So you know that means it's being absorbed. Because here's another thing: speaking of, of absorbed, not all water is going to absorb well into our bodies. If if you're drinking water and then urinating right away, drinking water and urinating right away, chances are it's just kind of bypassing you. It's not getting through. Which also means that our digestive systems, right? A lot of us are quote unquote blocked up, right? We are constipated. We don't go to the bathroom. It's because you're not getting enough water. Yeah. Not just getting enough liquids. You're just not getting enough water. It needs to go through us so it can do all the things it's supposed to do. Yeah. And then you can absorb and, and really take in all the nutrients you're supposed to be getting from your foods anyway. Because I think... There's nothing worse than to eat organic and eat at the nice, the nicest of restaurants and do all these things and then not properly digest it. Like, what is that? It's just a waste. Right? Yeah. But you get the right amount of, like, hydrogen water or ozone water in your body. Oh, you won't have a problem with that. I can promise you. <laughs> not one bit. So, <laughs> anyway. I mean, I could talk about water for days. But really, people, it's, it's really simple. Hence why we call this podcast Simply Walk the Talk. Because if you just get more water, you'll know when enough is enough. Like your body will know when enough is enough. Have a, have a bottle next to you. Keep it by you. Even if you have to go for Poland Springs or Fiji or, or you know, Dasani, as long as you have some water nearby, you can always go back to, a, a, you know, your, your container later. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, that was kind of... Pretty much it for like most of the hydration questions. I think uh, I would like to end on one thing that I kind of mentioned, which is a bit kind of left field, and that's looking at the opposite phenomenon, and that's 
deliberately choosing to dehydrate. And I, like, I've only kind of heard about this because one of my friends who loves uh, superhero films and loves Hugh Jackman was kind of talking about like his training, training regimen for the film Logan. And he was saying the reason he looked so ripped is because he de- was dehydrated and he deliberately became dehydrated. Yep. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah, so I can tell you I've tried this once in my life, and I, once again, it was just so I could experience it, mm-hmm. so I could talk about it. So you could walk the talk. Right, exactly. Well said. And I quickly realized that this is not healthy. And so then the more I researched it, and I started to talk to some of my friends who do bodybuilding, most of them will admit, if they're being honest with themselves and being honest with me, they will admit that that is not healthy so i mean to like rewind a bit like what is the process like Good it's like surely like they don't just not drink water for a right. week yeah a lot of times it's it, they go through a, a sort of a, a water loading process and then they taper off to let's say right upon the point of stepping on stage they will have no water so you might start by loading your body with like two three sometimes even four gallons of water on the first day and then one less gallon the next day and then one less gallon the next day and then you taper yourself down to where you're the day of your your stage appearance you will just have sips of water like literally sips of water just to keep you from forming cotton balls in your mouth you know yeah. um and and i've seen people do this and i don't even know how they can even smile like i can only imagine my mouth being so dry that i can't even yeah. open my mouth but this is what they do to achieve that that very vascular effect and also it, it it takes away the layer of water that's between our skin and our muscles so that you can see more of your muscles in your veins if that's the goal you're going after for sort of a, a, a moment in time okay so be it but it is not healthy yeah it's, it's just not and so um this is when you run a risk of tearing muscles injuring yourself because now you you don't have very supple um parts in your body they're just not supple they're not the way they should operate so i'll say it again you won't see them going through a water loading program on naked and afraid i can promise you that (laughs) no i mean like obviously it's kind of far out of the realm of most listeners i think but i just thought it was an interesting phenomenon yeah and um i guess it really highlights like the dangers of dehydration yeah that's not sustainable it sounds like a form of torture yeah and i guess you know for people like hugh jackman who are action film stars and they have to do that um you know that's one thing but right and it's not something that the general public should be doing Exactly. And, and, you know, and I will say this, like, I'm not, you know, trying to bash anybody who ever does this because there's plenty of amazing people who are very healthy and who can do it. Uh, in fact, Germany, Germany, you know, who was on from Germany Fit and We Love Fit, he has done it, I think, a couple times. And um, I remember while he was going through the protocol, when he was working with me at the core club, he would bring in like all these bottles of water. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And that's when he was kind of telling me about it. And I was like, ah, that's right. And he was explaining it to me, and he achieved the results that he wanted to achieve, but he was one of the first to admit that it's not healthy, and he probably wouldn't do it again. And I'm sure if we were to ask Hugh Jackman right now, who he's an, an amazing actor, great guy, uh, I've met him a couple times, um, I'm sure he would also tell you that as well. But he's healthy. He looks healthy, right? It's, I don't think it's really done ex- extreme damage. I just know that it's not something that I'm willing to play with because... You know, I would much rather intermittent fast than to do, yeah. a, you know, you know, 
to purposely dehydrate myself. Yeah, and it, it's, it definitely seems to be something that's very much for a moment. It's not, yes. it's not sustainable. It's yeah. kind of like if you want to look good on stage or for a film. Yeah. And those moments. Yeah. I would say being healthy is far greater than the aesthetics. Now, if being healthy gets you to a certain level of, of an aesthetic appearance, great. That's the byproduct of you being healthy. But this is what we want to preface to everyone out there. It's, you know, we're just giving you guys, you know, some, a bit of knowledge of, of things that we've experienced or we've heard or we've dealt with in the past. But ultimately, consume better. Right? Yeah, and if you, have, if you have experienced water loading and intentional dehydration let us know your experience it would be great to get another perspective on it and yep. to see how you found it right exactly yeah and um you know i guess to that point as we kind of get closer to the end of the of this episode um we'll, we'll say it again maybe you've found i know there's people out there that have done like water challenges to figure out like you know what brand of water is better than the other like we we would like to know you know i've i've researched about 20 different types of waters out there but there's hundreds and thousands of types of water so you know let us know also because i've been on tour for the last couple of months i've noticed that like not all places have the water that i like yeah. so like crystal geyser and starkey is not everywhere you can't you know? have like absolute brand loyalty basically right right Exactly. So, you know, I just try to look at the labels to see, you know, which one do I think maybe has the most. Like if it's saying, you know, found in the springs of, of Italy, but it's bottled, you know, <laughs> somewhere in Texas, I'm kind of like, mm, mm, probably not. Yeah. I mean, probably not. So, yeah, I guess that finally brings us on to uh, today's gratitude. Today's great. Who's going first? I'll go first because I know I know what I'm going to say. Okay. Um. So this week, inspired by one of our recent episodes, you probably saw me post about this on Instagram. Um. Oh. I tried something new and I went to a new exercise class. Yes. Uh, and I tried out SLT, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if you've heard about. I've um, done it. Yeah. You've done it. Yeah. Okay. I know so the owners. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. But any listeners who don't know about it, it's basically done on like this special bench. That kind of has reformer a reformer there mm-hmm. you go um that has like springs attached to it and you can change them for the resistance and you do lots of different exercises on them um and basically i'm grateful because my friend uh who does it a lot he's like oh i really want you to try it will you come with me so i did it i was terrible at it because <laughs> i'm not the most coordinated person and like my balance is a bit off and i was kind of definitely like rushing around trying to like do the exercises properly, mm-hmm. but I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity to try something new and challenge myself. Yes, um, I'm glad you brought that up because SLT is great. It's, it's for those who maybe need a bit more of a visual. It's it's basically Pilates on speed, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, a good, a good you description. know, and like you know, reformer Pilates on speed because it's like it's you know pretty pretty fast paced. And they have good music that's pumping, yep. which is a, probably a little different than most Pilates studios with performers, but it is great. And I've, I've done several classes in several different locations, and I've always enjoyed it. So, you know, when I saw your photo, it kind of reminded me, oh, I should probably go back to SLT because, in fact, there's an SLT in Soho right above Advanced Cryo in the same building. Right, so you could go in. Yeah, you could kill two birds with one stone. Go get your SLT on. Go downstairs, get your cryotherapy session, and very soon, 
we will be uh, launching um, our EMS services at the Advanced Cryo place too. Amazing. Yeah, so you might be able to do just SLT. Just spend the whole day there. Just spend the entire exactly, day Exactly, exactly. So my grateful gratefulness and gratitude. This week, my gratitude is I am happy to be and grateful to be the inquisitive person that I am. The sort of the inner geek and big kid in me is very curious uh, you can call me Curious Josh or Curious George, <laughs> and I'm just I'm actually really grateful for that because if it weren't for my inquisitive nature, then I think I would be less apt to want to look up new things and try new things and give out all this, you know, interesting advice to everyone. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I'm certainly grateful for that too. Learning so Sweet. much. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's it for now. Yep, that's it, and uh, we will see you guys. Another episode. Yeah, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. (laughs) Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening to Simply Walk the Talk. If you have any questions or comments, shout out to us on social media or email us at hello at simplywalkthetalk.com. And if you like this episode and it was helpful in any way, feel free to share. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs)